Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Upfront Program. And it's a talk show. And let me tell you what our telephone number is, 769-0600-766-1380. If you would like to participate by telephone, or you can send us an email, upfront at WNRI.com. Did you have a nice week? Uh, enjoyed this week? <laughs> <laughs> or was this a tumultuous week? Or was this like, uh, uh, this happens in this industry type of week? All three. Uh, all three, as I mentioned before, I've been doing this for a little bit, and I lived through the downturn of 2000, 2001, 2002, and I, I think that was the worst one because it was really three years, and that was obviously after 9-11, and the S&P 500 in 2000 was down 9.11%, then it got worse, it was down 11% the following year, and then it was down 22% in 2002, and it came back around 33% in 2003, but you had three long years. And then you had the uh, Great Recession, as they like to call it, 2008-2009. In September 15th, uh, it was Lehman Brothers uh, went out of business, and it looked like it was going to be the end of the world for a while, and of course that didn't happen. There was a lot of stimulus between... The Bush administration and the Obama administration saved the auto industry, but that was a t tough time. And then we went 11 years without uh, too much of a hiccup. Obviously, 2013 and 2011, 2011 when the uh, U.S. debt was knocked down by S&P was a tough time. So this is a very interesting time right now. And when you see something like this, you always know it, it's emotion. It's, it's greed and fear. So people are selling in fear. And the, the way things have come out it has surprised me a little bit. And the reaction that some of these uh, industries have taken has surprised me a little bit. So uh, as I sent to you this morning, the thing is noteworthy is the futures, which, which indicate how the market is going to open up. It doesn't know what does a futures mean? Does that mean like oil or or something like that? Or, oh, oh, that's or crops. They, oh, no, there could be any futures. This actually happens to be the stock market futures for the S&P 500. Mm -hmm. So right now, and I have well, my little, I asked. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> yeah. Futures apply. And, uh -huh. and hopefully I was going to get to that explanation. Uh -huh. But right now, if you look at CNBC, stock market futures tank limit. And we talk, we'll talk about this hit limit down after st Trump Corona speech. So right now, if the market was to open, the S&P 500 would be down about 130 points or 5%. And the Dow Jones, which is more well known to uh, people, is down 1,231. So another very, very bad day indicating right now. So when you have something like that, you're, you're looking for a catalyst. And the president made a speech last night. I watched it. I think it was 10 minutes long. And there was some disappointment that he didn't follow through that will make a case that he had an agreement with the Democrats in the House of Representatives and how to approach this, whether it's a payroll tax, which, well, if people aren't working, it's not going to be that big a deal, or other changes. So obviously, people know that he's banned uh, um, travels to Europe for 30 days. So I look at all of this change, and then I'm saying there is a justification right now in the market to sell stocks because the changes in the reactions and again uh i'm not an expert on diseases but the nba uh i thought it was a joke headline when the headline came out on cnbc i took a picture of it because i couldn't believe it happened one of their players uh has got the coronavirus so they have responded by shutting down the entire season i i can't see a company like apple or any company 
having one or two workers have uh, coronavirus and they're going to shut down the whole company. So I, I found that really extreme and I could be wrong about that and maybe it's the right move. Um, you see the NCAAs are going to have their March Madness without basically any fans. So those are real things that apply to economics. So if you have an NBA, which is a multi-billion dollar organization, and they're not able to take money in, and then you've got concession people, you've got people who park the cars, you've got people who bring people to their seats, that's, that's a big financial hit. So those are things that people can get their arms around. So for me, I'm looking for a catalyst to turn things around. And we talked about this earlier. Uh, this, there's a company in California uh, Gilead, and that's not a recommendation, this is just an observation, who's working diligently on a vaccine and a treatment for coronavirus. So this could be something like that to kind of stem the tide. But right now, um, our research is virus fears escalate faster than policy response. So um, so as an individual, uh, I can't stop uh, what the National Basketball Association is doing or or what the NCAA is doing, or what um, a company is doing, but I can I can control what I'm doing. And one of the things I uh, I'm dealing with is uh, I have a trip coming up, and uh, so like uh, should I cancel the trip or should I go on the trip? And uh, because it's a train trip and I enjoy those and so forth, it's no different than going on a cruise, in my opinion. You know, and um, I'm. I think I'm a healthy specimen, and uh, I I always uh, think I have good hygiene. And uh, so I was looking at a. I'm flying out on American Airlines and coming back on. Uh, I'm coming back on United, um, but uh, in between I got the train trip. And uh, I was looking on this site the other day whether I should um, should cancel or not, and, or you know. And I said, well, wait a minute, um, you know, this is what this is what's causing the problem, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, last night, uh, yesterday was my birthday. Thanks for wishing me a happy birthday. And again, happy birthday. Thank you. And so well, we went out for dinner uh, to uh, to a restaurant um, because um, I don't want to see the restaurant industry tank either. Um, again, we're healthy and um, and we want to support our uh, our local businesses. And uh, I don't think that uh, going on the trip or going out to dinner last night was an irresponsible thing. But I can tell you that the restaurant people were telling us uh, that people were canceling. You know, and um, I'm I'm not quite sure whether that's an overreaction or whether, in fact, maybe I should have canceled. But I, I don't think so. I feel comfortable about doing what I did. What did you do? <laughs> well... First and foremost, did you get the, I think you probably did, and you might have got indirectly the email from Amtrak mm-hmm, about I how did. they're treating it. Yes, I did. I, I thought that was perfect by Amtrak. Mm-hmm. What they said is we're going to make sure that we triple down on cleaning and we're going to keep our trains running. I think that's a very appropriate response. Um, I went out to dinner, actually went to Chan's um, last Friday, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I was very encouraged because uh, John Chan was on WPRO I guess earlier that week, discussing that people were throwing the baby out with the bathwater. People were actually uh, tying coronavirus because it originated in China, the Chinese restaurants. That, mm-hmm. that, that's, idi- that's idiotic. Yeah. So when I went there and the place was completely packed, I was encouraged. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to the stadium theater on 320 
to see a Fleetwood Mac band, and I'm also going out to dinner. There's going to be 1,200 people at the stadium theater. It's sold out, and I'm going to lead my life. I'm not going to live my life in fear of, mm -hmm. of coronavirus. And then also, I happen to be very, very healthy, so I'm probably, if I was to get it, would be one of the 80% plus people who would be like the flu. But um, I think, as uh, Roosevelt said, sometimes uh, we have nothing to fear but fear ourselves. And I don't want to be silly about it, but not to lead your life. It reminds me very much of 9-11, where um, they hit our institutions. And the idea was to cause panic and fear in people. And sometimes you just got to say, hey, I'm going to lead my life and I'm going to do what I want to do, and I'm not going to live in fear. I don't know why uh, some people, uh, well, they call you for advice. Uh, uh, so I, I, I think I can understand some people call me for advice. Uh, so a friend of mine called me and wanted to get my opinion on whether they should go on a cruise or not. And, um, and I said, um, well, uh, they already own the tickets. First of all, uh, they're not going to be as many people on that cruise when they go. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of people have canceled and um and the cruise lines are very very aware of of um of cleanliness and so forth and um i said i, I would i'd go on the cruise um if i were you i would practice the same things i would uh, do if um i was um anywhere else in a restaurant and so forth so um, we'll see. I, I think it depends on who the person is. Some people are very fidgety and, uh, they will, um, react to, uh, what, uh, what they hear and they'll, you know, they'll just put themselves in a cocoon. And if that makes them comfortable, that's okay with, with, uh, with Roger. But, um, I'm not gonna, I don't have enough life left to live that I'm gonna stop living. Um, you know, unless I was sick, you know, uh, if I were, uh, you know, coughing or, or sneezing or, uh, or I had a fever or showed some of the symptoms, uh, obviously I would uh, curtail my activities. We have a, a caller here. Yeah. You have your brand new earphones on. You're impressed with all this equipment here? I, I am very much. Good morning. You're on the air. Wow. Oh, good morning, Rod. Morning, Chris. Good morning. Uh, I'm just wondering, Chris, uh, with the uh, uh, employees being laid off because certain industries are really feeling the pinch, uh, are unemployment benefits being offered to them uh, for, uh, for uh, their sustenance and their family sustenance right now by the state of Rhode Island and the federal government? My, and go ahead. Is small business that employs these people uh, due to the cuts in uh, business uh, that can't pay for their assets, are they being uh, uh, addressed by the state and federal right now? And uh, I know the president has mentioned these things, but is that uh, actually taking effect? Are these people able to get hands-on uh, monies from uh, loans or banks to uh, keep the status quo, if you will. The answer to that is yes and no. You you made a very good call. I want to remind you about that call you made a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week, talking about the Federal Reserve, and you know they're they're pushing a string, trying to 
help the economy. But the one thing they did did do is lower the repo rate and expanded. There was a, about $150 billion available to banks overnight at a very low interest rate. And they're bringing that up to at least $175 billion. So congratulations to you for being on top and talking about the Federal Reserve because um, I feel that they can give a little bit of confidence, but they can't do a lot because this is a demand shock. That, you know, this is not a supply shock. So that's one thing. Um, to your other questions, the president is talking about executive order, making small business administration loans available to support these businesses, and he's talking about $50 billion. Now, the unemployment extension is going to have to be go through Congress. So that was the disappointing part, according to investors of the speech, because he has to work with the Democratic uh, Democratic leadership in Congress, and sometimes you wonder if they want this thing to to continue to October and November, so there's an October surprise. So, to, yeah, you're on top of everything again. So I congratulate you for asking the right questions. So the SBA loans are available, uh, fifty billion dollars. We'll see if that's enough. That's an executive order that the president does not have to go to Congress for. And also, regarding unemployment extension, that has to happen. But, you know, there's, there's always unintended consequences. Back in 2008, 2009, when the Federal Reserve basically made the overnight interest rate 0%, the banks kind of figured out, well, if we can borrow from the government at 0% and we can lend them back, at, you know, and, and, and then lend the money at 3% for a 10-year treasury, why the heck would we ever make a, an at-risk loan? So that's the danger again here is that you have easy monetary policy. You got very smart people running these banks and they're saying, okay, why don't we go to the repo window and go to the Federal Reserve, grab the money at near zero and then lend it to three, at 3%. That doesn't happen right now because the 10 year treasury is under 10%. So that arbitrage opportunity is much smaller. But I think the president has to do and act in good faith, or I should say this, get these industries to act in good faith. He talked to the healthcare industry, I think it was yesterday, and they've agreed that they're going to cover all coronavirus-related issues with no co-payments to support. So that should be a feather in their cap the next time they have to go to the president. Now, these banks, I saw Brian Moynihan from Bank of America, and I saw Colbert from... Uh, City, city there and the, all the banks. So they've got to give him assurance that they're going to do what's best in the American people and not do what I just said. Take the money at 0% from the government and lend it back to them at, you know, 1.5%. So again, I applaud you for a great call. You're ahead of the game. Some of this can be done by executive order, as I said. Some of it has to be done by Congress and, um, they got to do it pretty soon because I think they're looking to break next That's week. That's right, Chris. Chris, thank you for being there. Oh, thanks for the calls. And uh, again, uh, keep being ahead of the curve. Or every time you ask a question within within a day, it usually uh, rears itself in the economy. But yeah, the Federal Reserve is limited to what they can do, but they're trying to give confidence. The best thing that's going to happen, and, 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 I, and I mentioned this to a good friend the other day, um, there's Gilead, there's other companies out there who are really pushing hard. And I really feel like this cure for this disease and the, the antidote and the and the uh, everything else, the vaccine is all going to come from America and I think that's going to be the catalyst to move things along. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Raj. Back. Back in a moment on the Upfront program after we check in with the Roast House and also uh, M&N Laundromat. Matthew and Nell invite you to drop off your laundry at M&N Laundromat. We wash, dry, and fold when you drop off for only a dollar a pound. 
And of course, you can use our top loads, front loads, and super load washers and do it yourself. And we can accommodate smaller, oversized loads. Enjoy the flat screen TV and free Wi-Fi while you wait. Commercial accounts are welcomed, including nursing homes and restaurants. We have the equipment to do the big jobs with washers of up to 100 pounds and dryers up to 50 pounds. M&N offers free pickup and delivery for seniors in the high-rises, nursing homes, and other housing complex. 10-pound minimum weight. Have a question? Call 769-9661. Husband and wife team of Matthew and Nell Vasnesian invite you to stop by our 389 Willow Street location. Matt is a Woonsocket native and proud to say M&N Laundromat is locally owned and operated. The Roast House, home of the $6.99 to $9.99 luncheon. It's daily, Monday through Saturday from 1130 until 3 o'clock. For $6.99, listen what you can get. A nice hot open face sandwich. Your choice of roast beef, roast turkey, roast ham, freshly sliced at $6.99. And of course, you get a choice of one side. For $6.99, new to the menu, chicken and chips, luncheon portion of our famous crispy batted boneless fried chicken. Served again with your choice of uh, sauce, fried and coleslaw, $6.99. And one more $6.99 one. Fresh French dip roast beef sandwich. Five ounces of thinly sliced roast beef on a bulky roll. Served with the dipping sauce and served with the one side and the deli pickle spear, $6.99. And the sides include French fries, fresh chips, coleslaw, vegetable, or soup of the day. You can't beat the luncheon special at the Roast House Restaurant. Park and Shop Supermarket, 101 years of service to the Blackstone Valley and to continue great savings this week. Deals for your family. Only the best, including top round row certified Angus beef, $2.99 a pound. Center cut pork chops, $1.99 a pound. Now, we have a buy one, get one free deal of the week. This is the final day for this particular product as we'll have new sale items tomorrow. The round stew beef. Or stir fry again. Buy one, get one free. And we see he has something. Here's an upscale one. Hey, Chris Boulay will like this. Steakhouse style sirloin tips. You like some sirloin tips there, my friend? Absolutely. Uh, $8.99 a pound. $8.99 a pound. USDA prime certified Angus beef sirloin tips. So good at Park and Shop Supermarket. We'll have new sale items tomorrow. Champs Liquors for Keyway, 481 Clinton Street, Woonsocket. Still on sale, Tisdale Wines from California. In six varieties, including a Pinot Grigio, Merlot, Cabernet, White Zinfandel, Chardonnay, and a Moscato. And yes, it's still two bottles for $10. Share in life's endless possibilities with Tisdale Vineyards of California. Quality wine. And the sale goes on on Kettle Vodka, $32.99 for the 1.75 liter bottle. And Bacardi Rum, the 1.75 liter bottle, is only $23.99. And we continue the best price in town on Bud and Bud Light, 30-pack, $25.50 plus tax. Champs Liquors for Keyway does high-rise and senior complex delivery service, too. Champs Liquors for Keyway, Clinton Street, Woonsocket. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. Hello, everybody. This is the Upfront program. I'm Roger. Chris is here, as he is on Thursday. Emailer uh, Chris uh, says, uh, yesterday, the House Judiciary hearings on proposed gun legislation postponed until further notice. Reportedly, the Department of Health was concerned 
about the expected large crowds and corona concerns. And so um, this is obviously from our friend here in Woonsocket, who is our uh, Second Amendment watchdog, I guess you could call him. And I wonder if that individual either sends another email <clears throat> or calls in about the uh, conflict Joe Biden had out in the Midwest with that uh, factory worker. I don't know if you saw that. Yes, I did. Um, Numerous times. Yeah. Uh, Joe, Joe's losing it. Mm -hmm. He is. Um, I don't know anyone. If, if you're going to have to really hate Donald Trump, uh, to vote for Joe Biden, uh, unless you're a complete liberal on, on the, the, you know, Democratic side, because they're asking him questions and he's giving answers to something else. And, uh, it's a little disconcerting. And, and again, uh, we would expect him to, to, you know, four years is, is, is the, uh, is the term for a president. Now, Joe Biden is a nice man. So if you really like Joe and you're hearing these kind of comments, don't take our word for it. Uh, just pay attention to the campaign for the next few weeks and watch some Joe Biden uh, live appearances. And um, and then you'll see what we're talking about rather than take our word for it, because uh, it's almost on a daily basis. Yeah. And of, and of course, our perception is almost sad, to be it, quite honest with you. It, 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 it is. And uh, the Democrats got together and they said, well, this is the only guy who, who's got a chance. And so that that's sad. And of course, um, we've got an age difference here, but they attacked uh, my president, President Reagan, for being too old in 1979, 1980. And he never showed any of that cognitive uh, issues. Very, very sharp all the time. Even though he did take a nap every day, uh, but he also carried a gun too, so he's a good right. Second Amendment guy. Yeah, he, right. He, he was a character, right? Yeah. Uh, um, but uh, there's nothing wrong with uh, being uh, president and uh, having uh, some uh, uh, characteristics. Exactly. Do, do you know? Do you know that he actually went into a meeting with Gorbachev carrying a gun? Mm -hmm. The KGB never dis never thought of of uh, checking the president out. Yeah. So he actually, when he met with world leaders, he always had a gun on him. I have no problem believing that at all. <laughs> he, he says, he says, he asked the CIA, asked them, or the, the Secret Service, he said, if you guys don't get the job done, I'm going to get it done. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Self protection. All right, let's grab a call here. Hello, your comment, please. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I was just wondering, you know, like you admit, were mentioning this coronavirus going around. Mm hmm. Uh, has anybody ever thought of uh, maybe bingos that should be closed? <laughs> Uh, they closed it. Uh, there's a bingo scheduled for tonight uh, that was uh, scheduled to uh, happen. And um, it uh, has been shut down for a couple of weeks until uh, until more definitive information on the spread of the virus uh, is concerned. So I think was what like, for instance, this is this is like the parade in Newport. Um, people do a lot of preparation, spend a lot of money. They kept announcing they were going through with it, going through with it, going through with it. And then. Um, and then after, um, you know, thinking about it, they, they canceled that too. So yes, uh, the, the bingo here in Woonsocket has been, has been canceled. But I, I think what I'd like to see is what's going to happen. And I don't want to necessarily see it, but I want to see how Twin River handles this because uh, that's the biggest bingo around, so to speak, you know? Yeah. And you got, you know, you've got like, uh, Friday night, uh, bingo and stuff like that. I mean, you got to start, you know, you got to take precautions no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, a good friend of mine mentioned the other day uh, that they were at mass for uh, for a funeral. Right. 
and there was no uh, sign of the peace. It was all nodding. And um, so it's, it's going to be a race. So I'm the eternal optimist, but I'm also a realist. Um, and again, not to be a Pollyanna with rose-colored glasses, but over 80% of the people who get this, it's just like the flu. It's older people and people who have uh, health issues have to worry about it. And it's going to be a race. And not to sound like a Pollyanna, but I always believe in the United States of America, and I think they'll surprise us with um, a vaccine or a treatment. Again, that company in California, I guess California is still part of the United States of America, so that's where the research is coming from. They're making good progress in China where it originated. So if we can get to the point where, and it's going to be a ways away, but we get to the point where the people are going to their doctors and they're getting a flu shot, and the president has said that, and he's got an agreement with all the health insurance companies that this is going to be no co-payment, everyone's going to be covered. So it's a race to get the right vaccine, and hopefully this will be done. I came in yesterday to say hi to Roger, wish him a, a happy 29th birthday. Actually, it's uh, Jack Benny's 39th birthday. Thank you. And <laughs> the, uh, I, was, I was given an assignment by Jeff Gamash, and, and it was a great question. And there were other areas. I mean, I've been at this not 50 years, but I've been at this for a little bit. And we had the bird flu that we got through. We had the H1V1. And it hasn't been a V response in terms of the economy, but it does come back. And that's what I'm basing it on. And I don't, I'm not to state the obvious, but if we get to the point in the near future where people are getting shots at their doctors for this and we're able to eradicate it. And again, if I make a plug for Rotary, Rotary International uh, has done so many great things for polio. Polio is basically almost off the face of the earth. And think right. about if you're a little bit older, how people had issues with polio in the 50s. Um, you got it, and it was crippling disease. It was an awful disease. Uh, President Roosevelt had it, and it was in a, in a wheelchair. And now it's almost eradicated throughout the world. My bet, you look at past performance, is no guarantee of future performance, but the American ingenuity will take care of this and uh, will, again, lead the world in, in health care again. Yeah. All right. Thank That's you, people. Thank you. Have all a right. great day. We appreciate it. Hey, if you have a comment, you're welcome to uh, call us at 7690600. Uh, you mentioned uh, the Rotary Club. Um, I'm not president uh, yet. Uh, that's coming. Uh, There's in... a coup coming, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like a South American country. That's going to happen in June. But um, so our current president of Rotary. Um, so I'm. I haven't spoken to him, but uh, if I were president right now, I'd say to myself, "All right, I'm president of Rotary. Should we have our Rotary Club meeting?" Well. Uh, my answer would be, if I were president, yes. Um, because I think, first of all, we're in a restaurant setting. We go to River Falls. And um, and everybody uh, has always had uh, good hygiene there. And um, it's, a, it's a rather small gathering, uh, under, 50, under 50 people usually. And... Um, and this is the type of thing where should um, the the people who go to a rotary meeting obviously if they're sick they stay home they miss the meeting, and if they're not sick you've got a room full of not sick people, <laughs> and um, so why not uh, why not have the meeting? So you got to look at this rationally. Um, um, if we were um, if we were all uh, you know coming to uh, the meeting uh, with colds and 
the flu and things like that, uh, that would be ridiculous. But it doesn't work that way. Well, the other, the other, I'm sorry. The other thing too is not just the economic impact that this has, but it's the human impact. If you, if you, if you think about the, the human impact of, um, you know, people not shaking hands or hugging. And I, I think that there's a, there's a thing there. You, you, you go to shake hands with somebody and they're doing a fist pump now or they're doing a, a toe touch. And, um, you know, so th there's that too. Anything that dehumanizes, uh, is something I'm not for. And again, what's going to be the catalyst to turn this around and give people not just financial, but, you know, confidence in the, in the future. And, and, uh, we'll, we'll see where it all goes with, uh, with an invention here to, to fix this. Hello and good morning to you. Good morning. Chris, I have a question. Do you find in, you're getting more calls for people to buy stocks when the uh, uh, stock, stock market goes way down so they could uh, leverage out what they have? Well, that, that's a great question. My practice, and if, if, if I may digress for a second, my practice is I believe you either manage money or you manage relationships. So... I'm not one to be taking calls and saying, buy this stock or buy that stock. That is a very, very small part of my business. What most people who work with me is we have private portfolios that I, I hire outside money managers. Because you don't, you don't want to be that 50th call to buy or sell a stock when, you, when you're doing it individually. So for my practice, if people don't want protection, like in a guarantee, we have private portfolios that we're running either ETF programs or money managers. So they found that out to me, defer it to me, and then I hire managers to run that. And then we hire and fire the managers if they're not performing. And then for people who are older, who are drawing money on their retirement accounts, or they're close to doing that, we have guaranteed products where it just doesn't make any sense to try to time the market because you have a guarantee so you don't outlive your money. So, you know, if somebody's 67 years old and they have their money protected by a guarantee through me, through a company that I use, it's just, it's just silly and it's folly to think about timing the market. So there might be some people out there who enjoy doing that. I would rather be available to meet with clients and to take calls and to talk to them as opposed to, you know, running the money. If that makes sense, I, I hire outside people. So, and I mentioned this the other day is people leave their financial advisor because of lack of contact. I send out a, uh, an important research piece when we have times like this to about 400 people buying carbon copy. And that tends to answer about 85% of the questions. But, um, no, people, people don't like it. Um, I've had people with me for 20 years and they've been through uh, these things and, you know, maybe they've been investing for 40 years. They understand it. And the people who really need the money are protected. Uh, so no, no, not, not many people are calling and saying, let's, let's do something different. Oh, I, I was curious about that. It's, a, it's a great, it's a great question. And as far as the coronavirus, you know, they, they say sneeze into or cough into your elbow, but that's it. There for a while, they would say, instead of shaking hands, touch elbows. That doesn't make sense to me at all. Well, you don't do the two things at once, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, no, but you, you, you bring up a good point. There's the economic and financial impact, but then there's the dehumanization. 
Uh, I mean, I'm quick with a smile and a handshake for somebody. And, you know, my little world has been kind of taken aback where people would rather do a fist pump um, as a, or, or, or toe touch. So hopefully this too shall pass. History shows it will pass. And, um, you know, again, I remember the bird flu and I had clients who own a bunch of real estate investment trusts who were very concerned about, about the malls. And then we, we had H1V1 and then we've had Ebola. You know, the, these things come around. The other thing that, and, and again, before somebody calls in and chastises me, I'm not a scientist. I pay attention the best I can. But one of the things we have going for us is this virus does not do well in the heat. So, oh, really? yes, if you check uh, the instances around the world where it's warm in, so- in the uh, southern hemisphere, there are many, many fewer cases of coronavirus. And so as we get to summer months, that is a thing. One of the things, you know, Roger and I are talking about responses. You know, I'd be really hurt and upset if they canceled Rotary because of this. Um, I'm going to the Stadium Theater next week, and I, I hope they continue that. Um, I'm very surprised that the NBA canceled the season because one player got, got sick. Um, but the one thing I do like is Bryant University has the Women's Summit, and I think it was supposed to be, I don't know, it doesn't matter, late March, and they moved it to, to early June, recognizing that buys them more time and that the virus could have a very, very different outlook than it has now because the heat will be coming. I, I thought that was a very appropriate response, and, and, I, and I applaud them for doing that. You know, the, the NCAA, that's, that's, that's millions and millions of dollars that these schools are not getting that are going to be for scholarships and to promote the, the, the school. The NBA, what are they going to do? Um, refund all of the monies? Um, my guess, and I'll go on the record, I, I think the NBA cancellation is probably temporary, but I certainly think it's, it's an overreaction. But, again, I'm not uh, Glenn Ford, Dr. Glenn Ford, and have uh, diseases, infectious diseases. That's just Chris Boulay's opinion. <laughs> I told my husband this morning, I said, what are you going to do? Because he watches all the sports games. And uh, I guess a lot of them are canceled now for the rest of the season. But, anyways, uh, thank you very much. Well, thanks for the call. You're welcome. Thank Bye-bye. you. Just to clarify something, if I had, um, you know, uh, $30,000 and I wanted to buy because uh, Delta, Delta Airlines stocks went down, you don't, I don't call you, that's not the kind of business you do, right? Can I buy an individual stock um, or don't I more bring a portfolio to you? Oh, that, that's, a, that's a terrific question and probably deserves clarification. I have clients who probably have their serious, well, have their serious money with me, 80, 85%. But if they call me and do an unsolicited trade and say, Hey, Chris, um, I heard XYZ company is going to do really well with coronavirus. I want to buy it. No, I do do that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just a small part of my business. It's less than 5%. But core clients who trust, you know, UBS and trust the money managers with their core portfolio but want to do fringe stuff like that absolutely i do that Mm -hmm. it's just not a lot it just doesn't happen very often exactly good morning mr jeff good morning uh, gentlemen i just received a call from albert bopalant who's working with the big block party coming up 
and yep. Monday uh, night. Yep. They, they did vote last night following the governor's press conference. They will be uh, not holding that event on that day mm -hmm. uh, due to the uh, demand of the governor of gatherings of 250 people or more. So the big block party for the St. Mm -hmm. Charles uh, Church is right now not happening. All right. Save, uh, save our St. Charles Church block party for Monday night. Uh, postponed. Until uh, maybe a more appropriate time. Also, uh, as Al Bopon is involved with the Rhode Island Heritage Hall of Fame, they've actually canceled the Hall of Fame ceremony, and that was in early May. Mm -hmm. So that has already been canceled as well at this point in time. Thank you very much. Jeff Gamash joining us in studio. Let's uh, press another button and get another call uh, going here. Hello. Thank you for calling the program. Well, good, e good morning, everybody. I wanted to let you know that I used to work at St. Antoine. And my mother used to have a, have me, when I got home, to spray the bottom of my shoes with Lysol. Because when you're walking outside or anywhere, that is one of the things that attracts all the germs, is the bottom of your feet. So we either had to leave our shoes in the hallway after we spray them and put our slippers on when we got into the house. It's also... Uh... I might want to add, um, it's also at the uh, base of the culture of uh, many uh, Asian communities where the shoes are left at the door and you no notice people walk inside without their shoes. And it's, and I've always wondered what that was based upon, what, you know, whether that was cultural. Well, it is cultural, but it is related to exactly what you're talking about, not bringing germs into the house that the shoes have attracted. So you leave the shoes uh, at the door and, and go into the house. So I you know, now, in the case of your mom, uh, she was saying spray the shoes uh, because our culture doesn't say take off the shoes when you're walking around the house. All right, I just well, wanted to throw that in. Right. Yeah. No. And you know, a lot of the dojos of karate, like I did with my brother. My brother used to have a karate studio here in Monsaki years ago, um, and they, that's one of the reasons. Sure. And you know, you just take it off. You just what you do is. Like even now, just take it and spray the bottom of them, but leave yep. them in the hallway and just put your, sh your slippers on. But you know, on top of everything, we all have to be smart, and yep. that's the whole thing, you know. And once we do that, and of course, have your faith like I do, um, you know. And and I know, uh, uh, what's his name there? That's on there now. Who's that with you? You mean that guy uh, here? Yeah. Uh, the, his name yeah. is Christopher. Is it Jay? Uh, yes, Jay, for John, okay. after John Kennedy. Christopher J. Boulay is uh, okay. the guy. All right, just just like his father. His <laughs> father was also very religious. So, you know, you got to be smart, people. And, you know, and this fist bump and everything, and the people are saying, well, about shaking hands in church, just wave. Mm -hmm. Don't well, do the peace sign. Just yeah. wave. I feel, and that says a lot. I feel bad because now I understand about the feet, but I've been working out so I can walk on my hands. So I right. guess that's not going to help. <laughs> Thank you. No, no. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. All right, checking in with the uh, whole business of uh, shoes coming into the house and uh, bringing those germs into the house. All right. Thank you for identifying me. All right. <laughs> You're quite welcome. 
Back in a moment. Hi, my name is Sandy, and I've been a waitress at the Brewster House for over 30 years. We still serve our famous family-style chicken seven days a week, along with many other items on our extensive menu. Or come try one of our weekly dinner specials. Can't stay to eat? Our entire menu is available for takeout, including our family packs. Our menu is also available on our website, www.brewsterhouseri.com. Enjoy our uh, our. Our uh, Lenten specials every Friday. Tomorrow we have all kinds of things uh, available on Friday, including uh, great fish and chips, too. Yummy. And open St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day is Tuesday, and we have some corned beef uh, specials all day long at the um, Broster House. And you'll find us at 263 Pond Street, Woonsocket. The Militaria Show is this weekend, too. Returning to the Woonsocket Elks Hall, March 14th, the Rhode Island Militaria Show. Collectibles from the Civil War to today's conflicts. 40-plus tables of headgear, field gear, edged weapons, photography, medals, and uniforms. Doors are open to the public at 9 a.m., and there is a $5 admission fee. Have Militaria. You want to sell? Bring it in. It may be valuable. No Martin firearms or ammunition, please. Buy, sell, or trade. Set aside that date saturday march 14th 9 a.m to 3 p.m history at your fingertips when you attend the rhode island military show march 14th elks lodge 380 social street in woonsocket presented by tbt military shows champs liquors for keyway 481 clinton street woonsocket still on sale tisdale wines from california in six varieties including a pinot grigio merlot cabernet white zinfandel chardonnay and a moscato and yes it's still two bottles for ten dollars share in life's endless possibilities with tisdale vineyards of california quality wine and the sale goes on on kettle vodka 32.99 for the 1.75 liter bottle and Bacati Rum, the 1.75-liter bottle, is only $23.99. And we continue the best price in town on Bud and Bud Light, 30-pack, $25.50 plus tax. Champs Liquors for Keyway does high-rise and senior complex delivery service, too. Champs Liquors for Keyway, Clinton Street, Woonsocket. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. All right, plenty to talk about. I got to tell you, uh, the uh, coronavirus at least keeps talk shows busy, that's for sure. We have a couple of callers uh, waiting, but uh, we have a few things that we want to mention, and here's Chris. Well, you know, when you ask for something, I don't want to uh, let you down, so I called Mayor Grebian's office, the mayor of Pawtucket, very nice guy, very smart guy, and he is going to be on your show on Friday, May 15, 2020. Obviously, Bob Phillips, I think, is traveling that day, and that was his day. Mm-hmm. So uh, the mayor's called me back in about 30 minutes, and he'll be happy to be here on WNRI and up front. They have an ambitious riverfront project uh, planned in uh, Pawtucket. Um, it's all private development money, and um, we don't know if it's going to happen or not. I don't think he knows if it's going to happen or not, but they're certainly hopeful because that certainly could save uh, Pawtucket's downtown district, and uh, they're putting a lot of um, a lot of hope in that, including a beautiful soccer stadium too. Now, All right. Did, did you find out if you're getting a tax refund or not? No, I have not. That's a that's a bad sign. Uh, to me, if I was getting a tax refund, the accountant would have called and said, "I've got good news for you." Because one thing that the president recommended, which I've 
recommended to uh, Congressman Cicilline is tax day shouldn't even be 415. Uh, it should be about June 1st, give people a chance. And that's what they're talking about, extending it. Mm-hmm. Nothing irritates my clients or other clients when the 1099s come out late. And the reason why the 1099s come out late is we don't want to redo them and, and have subsequent ones because we're getting that feedback from investment firms and sometimes they'll change it. So I would hope that they make tax day June 1st or June 15th. It doesn't make any sense to jam it in. Is that really a possibility? Huh? Oh, oh they, they're going to do it. But I, to me, it should be done all the time. Why put everybody under the gun for no reason? Because most people get tax refunds. It's not going to hurt the Treasury. We're going to take a couple of calls here. Uh, we're going to try anyway. Caller number one, hello there. Good morning. Um, you know, a- as I see this, I worry about some of the universities that I know my granddaughter uh, went to, Micah, and it is very high Asian population. Wealthy families, usually San Francisco house, they in China, Japan, they have their home, and um, even the president is, is Oriental. And the influx that will be coming in, for graduation, or if they even postpone it, is unbelievable. Luckily, she graduated um, a, a couple years ago. But I'll tell you one thing different about the Orientals, and maybe my mother thought she was Oriental. We we always took our shoes off before coming into the house. We always washed our hands before meals. Mm-hmm. And she says, "Don't share snacks." I don't know. It was because. Uh, she was a, a person who had polio as a child. She was very um, frightened about the polio epidemic in the 50s. And uh, from that time on, you remember, they closed parks. They did a lot of things. Um, and a- as I see this go forward, I would like to see uh, the hygiene with the little ones. You know, the whole class go wash their hands before snack time. The whole class go in and wash their hands, you know, before lunchtime. And um, keep an eye on the little ones because they don't think twice. Yeah. All right, we uh, want to get our other call in, too. Okay, you, you have a good day. Thank you. Thank All right. you. All right, let's uh, grab the other call so we can uh, get everybody in. Hello there. Are you there? Hello. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I have a question for Chris. I hopefully I have an answer. <laughs> I hope you do. Chris, what I'm mostly concerned about is my IRA account. Obviously, it would be where the stock market is, uh, I'm losing money every day. I don't know how to protect it. I, I'm not Warren Buffett, and I can't afford to lose any money. I'm 80 years old. Uh, I have mutual funds. I know the equity market. Well, the whole, the whole thing is, is going, going to, to hell right now. Is there any way I can protect the account, the money that I have? I'm losing. I, uh, I've lost $7,000 already. And I'm losing approximately $1,000 a day. This is insane. I, I can't afford to lose that. That's all I have. Well, I, I can say in generalities, a lot of my clients protect themselves with guarantees. So what happens is your principal could be at risk, but you're, you can never run out of money. So that's kind of my go-to product for people who, who are drawing money or about to draw money. So there are products out there that, that I use that financial advisors have at their uh, – at their beck and call where you can make sure that no matter how the market hits your IRA or your 401k that you can draw that money out forever. So there, there are products like that. Uh, if, 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 uh, if what I, what I'll do is if you want to be on hold, I'll have, uh, Jeff, well, I can give you have a pen. Yeah, of course. 401. 
Right. 480-1352. I will be available in 10 minutes and I can speak more specifically about it. But um, my biggest fear as a financial advisor is not the market. My biggest fear is to lose access to these products. But a lot of my clients do this to protect themselves, to make sure they don't outlive their money. You don't have to just stand there and take it. Uh, when you're looking to draw money out, so we'll talk, we can, if I can explain that to you more uh, off here. Thank you. I appreciate that. And just one last uh, question, and I'll I'll be brief. Obviously, you want to get back to your program and things. Uh, I had thought of taking out all of it, rolling it over into a bank online CD, which is roughly about one point six mil. Uh, at least I know it's safe, it's there, and then as this whole thing turns around, I can, again, go back into the market. Uh, does that make any sense to you, briefly? No, 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 it doesn't, because the, the key is, unless, you don't know exactly, there'll be some activity that gets ahead of you before you can move back in the market. What happens is, timing the market is really challenging. Fidelity did a study in the 90s and their average equity mutual fund was up 22%. They drilled right. down and saw that their average return on their invet from their retail investors was 11% trying to time the market. I've got a better idea for you. All right, carefully. I won't keep you on the line and I do appreciate it. At some point, uh, I'll get back to you. Is that your office number, sir? That's my cell phone. I always have it on my person. All right. Uh, I'll try to get back to you at some point today, and I do appreciate your advice. And uh, as you can understand, I'm a, my age, uh, I, can't, I can't afford to lose this money. At everybody's age, everyone's yeah. concerned today. Nobody likes to lose money they've already earned. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you, Chris. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Super Duper Food Truck. Um, it moves. It's a moving food truck on weekends. This coming Saturday, the Super Duper Food Truck will be located at Lops Brewery at 122 North Main Street. They'll be there all day serving their uh, great sandwiches and, and nice menu items, too. A lot of soups. Super Duper Food Truck on Sunday will be at the Ravenous Brewery, 10 Industrial Road in Cumberland. In Woonsocket on Saturday, in Cumberland on Sunday, Lops Brewery Saturday, Ravenous Brewery on Sunday. The Super Duper food truck. We've had a super duper program. Thank you, Chris Boulay, for being here. My pleasure. And we'll see you tomorrow on the Upfront program. Bye-bye, everybody. This has been WNRI's Upfront, presented weekday mornings at 8 a.m. Upfront is a regular public affairs presentation of News Talk 1380 WNRI Woonsocket. Our current temperature at WNRI is 41 degrees. Temperature is rising. And we have WNRI news coming up and also, um, yeah, news until the John DePietro show. So stay right along with us here on News Talk 1380 WNRI. Some NBA fans who were expecting to see the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Utah Jazz in Oklahoma City last night got some bad news just before game time. The game tonight has been postponed. Thank you for coming out tonight.
The NBA deciding just before game time that it was suspending the rest of its 2019-2020 season until further notice because of the coronavirus outbreak after learning that Utah Jazz star Rudy Gobert tested positive for the virus. Meanwhile, March Madness is going to go forward, but it's going to happen in empty arenas this year. The NCAA saying that the men's and women's basketball tourneys will be held without spectators because of the outbreak. The NHL saying it's going to evaluate the situation today and is expected to decide later today whether to continue its season. And this is USA Radio News. Friends need cash? A Village Coin and Bullion is buying U.S. and foreign coins and currency. Broken, new, or well-worn gold and silver jewelry, costume jewelry, and sterling flatware. If you have a few items or an entire estate, call A Village. And if you can't make it to their store, they can come to you. A Village Coin and Bullion, 1191 Putnam Pike, Chipatchet, Rhode Island. For store hours, call 401-710-7200. License number 201213. Tom Hanks and his wife have come down with the coronavirus while he was making an Elvis Presley movie in Australia. The Oscar-winning actor playing Presley's manager, Colonel Tom Parker, in that new film, which is currently in pre-production, Warner Brothers saying Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, have both tested positive for the illness. Hanks says he thought they had both caught colds as they had body aches and slight fevers and chills, and then they learned the truth. They are self-isolating still in Australia. Asian Americans in one Los Angeles suburb are more worried about attacks over the coronavirus outbreak, and many of them are buying guns to protect themselves and their families, as the owner of a gun shop in the San Gabriel Valley east of L.A. says he's been extremely busy in recent weeks, saying he's had ten times as many customers as usual on some days. The area area is home to a high concentration of Asian Americans, and some say they're afraid they'd be targeted if there's a local outbreak of the infection that began in central China late last year. An investigation's underway into the death of Floyd Mayweather's ex-girlfriend. The body of Josie Harris was found inside her home in a gated community north of L.A. on Tuesday night. The boxer and Harris have had three children together. The undefeated boxing champ was convicted of domestic violence back in 2010. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. WNRI Winsocket. Weather brought to you by John the Roofer. With over 70 years of service, a leader in both residential and home improvements in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Find them online at johntheroofer.com or call 1-866-906-ROOF. That's 1-866-906-7663. Back to the low 50s on your Thursday, 53 degrees, the expected high. Sunshine through much of the early portions of the day. Clouds will build up as the evening approaches, leading into shower activity overnight into your Friday. 40 degrees, your overnight low. 62 on your Friday, but it'll be a wet one, especially late afternoon, early evening. As showers will make their way through the Blackstone Valley, raining heavy at times. 37 overnight into your weekend. And looks like Saturday will be in the low to mid-50s and a high right around 50 degrees with sunshine on Sunday. This is Jeff Kamash with WNRI Weather. 
Returning to the Woonsocket Elks Hall, March 14th, the Rhode Island Military Show. Collectibles from the Civil War to today's conflicts. 40-plus tables of headgear, field gear, edged weapons, photography, medals, and uniforms. Doors are open to the public at 9 a.m., and there is a $5 admission fee. Have military you want to sell? Bring it in. It may be valuable. No Martin firearms or ammunition, please. Buy, sell, or trade. Set aside that date. Saturday, March 14th. 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. History at your fingertips when you attend the Rhode Island Military Show, March 14th. Elks Lodge, 380 Social Street in Woonsocket. Presented by TBT Military Shows. Since 1970, Plants Auto Body and Sales has been serving the Woonsocket area with expert auto body and collision repairs. Family owned and operated. Whenever you're in a major collision, count on Plants Auto Body and Sales. 39 Parker Street, Woonsocket. All work done by plants is guaranteed to meet your satisfaction. Remember, by law, you can choose the shop you want to repair your vehicle, not the shop the insurance company wants you to choose. The choice is yours. Plants also offers 24-hour towing service. Plants Auto Body and Sales, 39 Parker Street, Woonsocket. Call 401-762-3636. The virus can stay home without fear of financial hardship. I will soon be taking emergency action, which is unprecedented, to provide financial relief. This will be targeted for workers who are ill, quarantined, or caring for others due to coronavirus. This is not a financial crisis. This is just a temporary moment of time that we will overcome together as a nation and as a world. Using emergency authority, I will be instructing the Treasury Department to defer tax payments without interest or penalties for certain individuals and businesses negatively impacted. This action will provide more than $200 billion of additional liquidity to the economy. We are at a critical time in the fight against the virus. We made a life-saving move with early action on China. Now we must take the same action with Europe. We will not delay. I will never hesitate to take any necessary steps to protect the lives, health, and safety of the American people. The stock sliding into bear market territory following the president's remarks as investors look for any signs to stop the fallout. Now, of course, an oil war does not help. And Saudi Aramco says it will boost production to 12.3 million barrels per day. Russia responded by saying it could, use, it could boost production by a half million a day. That would put Russia's output to a record 11.8 million per day. Despite that, though, uh, both sides continue to haggle. Uh, Nansen Soleri, Quantum Reservoir Impact founder and former Saudi Aramco head of reservoir management, told CNBC oil price wars are nothing new. Nothing new. But they usually don't coincide with a pandemic. Well, the, the short answer is it will be resolved. It's only a matter of time because uh, it's not in the best interest of any of the major parties, whether it's, uh, it's Russia, Saudi Arabia, or indirectly uh, the U.S. to continue with the, uh, with the current situation. Price wars have always been part of the DNA of uh, energy markets, especially oil and gas markets. Uh, what's very unusual, and I would say extraordinarily unusual at this time, is its coincidence uh, with what's going on with the coronavirus uh, crisis globally, which which truly magnified uh, the uh, 
the impact on the global markets. And that's why I, I believe that common sense is going to prevail and the parties...